Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Jeff Bedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Podcast Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I not only preview the Chiefs opener against the Cleveland Browns, but we also give our season preview of the Chiefs and how they stack up against the rest of the AFC. And Joe, those things kind of go together because the Browns, who the Chiefs met in the divisional playoffs, might be one of their uh, most serious threats this year. Well, Jeff, I mean, every well, every opening game can go either way, right? I mean, you've got – we've talked about this before. The preseason, you know, is ah, – it's not what it used to be when you can right. really find out what a team looks like, right? Getting them to gel under the, 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 the fire test of, of real games, you know, you just don't know. So a lot's going to happen in these first, you know, couple of weeks. I mean, between opening with the Browns, which is obviously the most, you know, the imminent issue and, and our biggest concern right now, because you got to win that first one to get to the second game, you know, and then you, but you, know, you don't want to look past the Browns, but you want to start talking about the Ravens, the upstart Chargers, who've made a ton of improvements. You know, got to come home to my hometown Eagles. We'll see where, where they land. But, you know, it's still a road game nonetheless for Kansas City coming east. And then, obviously, the Bills after that, right? So, I mean, that's five games that, you know, um, you know, on the road with the Ravens, the Eagles, you know, upstart Chargers. The Bills are the Bills, who some of the prognosticators are like power ranking the bills a little bit higher than the chiefs based on what they've seen in the preseason. So this is a, it's a big, big month and a half for, for, for this team. Totally. You know, let, let's start with the bills. They beat twice last year, obviously uh, the chiefs, one of those victories, the chiefs beating the bills in the AFC championship game. Yeah. A lot of people, Peter King was one of them predicted them in the super bowl. And I, I get it. Josh Allen, is amazing and they have a lot of weapons. You know, for, for me, this is a team that doesn't scare me for the Chiefs because I, I think they have two major weaknesses. Um, I think still their pass rush, even though they they spent a lot of draft cap on that, but I think it's hard for for rookies, especially when you're, you know, picking at the bottom of the first round, bottom of the second round, to have that kind of impact. And I still think the, the running game uh, is an issue for them. I think to beat the Chiefs, you really need a strong running game like we've seen with, you know, the Raiders when they had Josh Jacobs or the Buccaneers when they had a two-headed monster of Ron Jones and Leonard mm-hmm. Burnett. Because um, the Chiefs, I think they're actually going to be better this year against run with um, the addition of Jaron Reed and some more athletic linebackers. But the run is important just to keep uh, Mahomes off the field and to slow the game down. And the Bills, they, had, they added uh, Breida for, uh, from the 49ers, played a little bit while well, the Dolphins. It was an interesting addition, but I, I just don't know if they have that 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 back that can really 
um, control a game, a Belko back. Yeah, I think I think that we you know we used to talk about all the time with like Derek Henry, right? That was always our biggest fear about playing a mediocre team was the run game, mm-hmm. and and I think um, I think the Bills, you're right, haven't really they didn't go out and grab you know that marquee running back that would be able to give the Bills and Josh Allen one more weapon, which is happy for me because I want Josh Allen to throw the ball a lot because he's my fantasy quarterback. I couldn't get <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get Patrick this year. He went super early in the draft that I was in, which is usually very unusual for quarterbacks, right? I mean most quarterbacks you know, most of your fantasy folks will draft a quarterback late second, third, maybe even, you know, sometimes even like I think Tom Brady in our draft slipped to the fourth round um, because they just, you know, in fantasy, they just don't put up those kind of points except for Patrick. But so I had to go with, with Josh Allen um, this year. So I'm glad they don't have a good running game because I want him to throw a lot of touchdowns and throw for a lot of yards. I don't want him handing the ball off. So there's a little bit of selfishness there, Jeff. But no, in all, in all seriousness, I think, you know, the Bills took a little bit of that, not that they won the Super Bowl like the Chiefs did, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, but they took that run it back mentality. I think last I heard, I think they have 20 of 22 starters back. So, you know, they're kind of going for like, let's, if it's not broke, don't fix it mentality, right? And coming back with 20 of 22 starters, you know, they have a decent line, you know, they've given, uh, you know, between Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs, they've got decent and Manuel Sanders, yeah. uh, you know, Dawson Knox is a just solid tight end. He's, he's no Travis Kelsey, but, um, you know, they, they, they've given, they've got all the weapons for Josh Allen to be successful. I think we have them. the The uptick is our offense against their defense, and just like you said, the running game uh, and their inability. If Josh Allen, you know, if they can get to him and pressure him and get some three and outs and and let Patrick stay on the field, I think that's why the Chiefs kind of have their number. Even though some of the prognosticators might think that the Bills are a little bit more talented across the board, I still think they don't like you, Jeff. I believe they don't match up as well against the Chiefs maybe even as much as the Browns do. Yeah. Um, you know, which is a little scary because it's opening week. And like we said, anything can happen opening week. The Browns, and we'll get more into this. The Browns are scary. And another thing that makes them scary, not only uh, if they meet them down the road again in the playoffs, like they did last year, but for week one, is the Browns, the, Willie Gay has looked great during camp, according to all reports. And he's obviously on injured reserve with a toe injury. This is a game they could use an athletic linebacker with two really good running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They're probably going to try and make things easy and just have a lot of short passes in the, in the flat. So, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. And, and we're going to talk more about this game, which you can also pick whoever you want at Bet Online because it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including, including online's biggest half-million-dollar mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at Bet Online. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day super promo, where you can make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded 
up to $25 for new customers only by signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Well, Joe, take me through, uh, I, I'm curious, maybe the AFC field. One, you know, we kind of know who the, the teams everyone's talking about, whether it's, like we mentioned the Bills, the Browns, but maybe one team that really scares you for to face the Chief, and maybe one team, maybe it is the Bills, or maybe um, that, that people are talking about that, that doesn't really scare you. You think the Chiefs match up pretty well. Um, you know, I'm like a division guy, Jeff. You know, like I, I love the division rivalries. And uh-huh. I think – I think, I think the Chargers. You know, I'm not. I'm not as concerned about the Raiders. Still, I, I just think there's something missing there for the Raiders um, that they didn't do enough this off season to really make that run at the Chiefs. Um, when you look, you know, and of course, thinking about the teams they have to play twice, right? But I think the Broncos and the Chargers have done enough to give them a run for their money and maybe increase their odds to at least split with each with the chiefs. Um, and possibly, you know, if the ball bounces the right way and, 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 you know, they can, they can sort of put together the right game plan for the chiefs. Uh, I think the chiefs are uh, the chargers and the Broncos are, are actually, when I look at the Chiefs' schedule from, from the AFC perspective during the season, obviously, get down the playoff road a little bit later, but during the season, I'm concerned about our own division because, oh, you know, I totally agree, man. I, I told like in the Patrick Mahomes era was since he's been a starter, they've lost three divisional games. Once the Raiders uh, last year and the charges last year that they had, you know, playing backups and then the charges again, I totally agree that the, that division is, is much tougher this year. And I, I still expect the chiefs to win it again which is miraculous five about five years in a row and i expect them to do it again but yeah i think all those teams i also question the raiders especially that defense but the chargers got a lot better and i think the broncos got a lot better i think their division is scary this year oh you know definitely the bills are a team that i know i know they will see um, I know they will. I know they will see the Bills uh, in the playoffs, or, or somebody's going to see the Bills in the playoffs, right. depending on how the how the the right. the, the uh, final you know playoff seedings take place. Um, I, I got to say the Browns. I, I think the Browns are completely overhauled. Now you know I've got a little bit of a tie to the Browns, obviously with Kevin Stefanski, their head coach, NFL Coach of the Year, Penn grad, right? Uh, you know, and what he did, and and what what they really have done. I mean, people are saying that this could be the best Browns roster that they've ever had um, up and down the roster. So, you know, you're talking now, you're making comparisons to some Marty Schottenheimer Browns teams. Uh, you're making, you know, some comparisons, to some teams that, you know, that, that the Browns have had some decent rosters uh, in the, in the past, not, not the near past, but definitely in the past nonetheless. And I think that is definitely a team that has you know, when you look at where I think where they what they've done in the offseason, I think they might be up there in the top five, uh, maybe even top three teams as far as the overhaul that they've done, given the talent they had, where they finished the season, and, and where I think they are going to finish this season. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. 
I, I agree too, uh, Joe, that it's going to be a fantastic game and the Browns are one of their ch- – because the Browns, the Browns were playing pretty well last year. And, look, they gave the Chiefs everything they could ask for. That game came down to the wire. Yes, we know that Patrick Mahomes got hurt, and that's probably a different game. But that, that still was an impressive showing for the Browns. And I think they've gotten better. They had two really good uh, draft picks early on. Uh, Newsom uh, mm-hmm. from – you know he's going to be a good player. And he's certainly a smart one good from Northwest. I mean, that's the real concern. Yeah. The Browns, <laughs> they have a cornerback from Northwestern and a coach from Penn. I mean, yeah. scary stuff. The all-IQ team here. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if, if, only, if only there was uh, one of those, if John Madden had thought of that um, <laughs> yeah. before he but, retired. But, the, yeah, so they added Newsom. They added uh, – the rookie linebacker from Notre Dame, who was really good in, in college. They added uh, Clowney, uh, who should help on the defensive line. They added Johnny Johnson, a really good safety from the Rams. Um, o- Odell Beckham might be back. He was out last time. So this should be just should be a better team, you know, even than they were last year, and they were obviously uh, pretty good. Uh, a team that that people in their division – that people are always high on. I, th- I think they mu- they'll be a playoff team again, but that the Chiefs face um, have been a little bit of a, uh, a rival in the sense they've both been very good during the Ma- Patrick Mahomes era. The Baltimore Ravens, they actually don't – they're always going to be a tough team, but they don't scare me as much either. Uh, one, they've had a really rough go of it with injuries, losing J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill for the mm. season. That's – that's um, very serious. And again, it's kind of like the Bills. They Ravens very similarly invested in uh, pass rushers in the draft, guys who I think are really going to be good, including uh, the kid you were really high on from uh, Penn State. But I, I think it's going to take them a while, and I don't think – I think you really need to have a great pass rush to win a Super Bowl and also to beat – to knock off the Chiefs. So I, I think the Ravens are, are still a team that – that the, the Chiefs match up well against. Yeah, I, and boy, those injuries to the running back position, right? That's that's the key, right? Getting into the playoffs is having some semblance of of a running game. Um, I wouldn't count the Titans out. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that's that's definitely a team that um, you know has always given the Chiefs fits, right? I mean, Derrick Henry is you know he's Derrick Henry, and um, they've got obviously they've got some of the uh, some of the supporting cast uh, around them, um, you know, Julio Jones. Um, but, you know, Titans, it's it's really about their defense. Right. And what and what Mike Grabel does um, with their with their defense. So I think I think the you know, I think the Titans could be at the top of the NFC playoff pile, you know, when all is said and done. So I think they'll actually once the season gets going and you know we get past these first couple of weeks, I think they're going to be a team that actually surpasses the Ravens. And I think I'd have to say, you know, the class of the AFC come, you know, October, November, December, and we start to see a playoff picture unfolding. I think it's going to be the Chiefs, the Browns, the Bills. And I think people, I think might, you know, might be surprised by, you know, some upstarts, you know, the Patriots and the Colts don't, let's not count them out, you know, Carson Wentz, obviously, huge question mark whether or not he can perform and get back to the health and, and some of the things that he did when, you know, Philadelphia took a shot with him. Um, you know, hey, let's see what Mac Jones does, right? Bill Belichick, back to his old tricks, 
you know, cutting Cam Newton and making big moves and, you know, does he have the next Tom Brady in the making? So um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. A lot of championship DNA still left on the Patriots. So I, I like the way the AFC is uh, shaking out. And, you know, I think when you take out, uh, you know, the, the Buccaneers, I think, you know, the Packers, obviously Aaron Rodgers, I think the AFC actually to me, in my opinion, as of today, looks like they may outplay the NFC, um, you know, throughout the season. I, I think they're going to have the upper hand myself. I think they're the, I think it's the better conference at this point, team by team. That, that's what Adam Teicher said when he was uh, on our pod. That, that was his point. Um, back to the Titans, I agree with you that they, they are a team that is, that is a scary opponent. Because I think, again, I look at teams who are already really good, and I think they could be better. They added Julio Jones. Bud Dupree was a really interesting signing. If he's healthy, he was excellent for the Steelers last year, and that's exactly what that team needed was a better pass defense. If you get him and Harold Landry – all of a sudden, that's that's potentially a, a formidable uh, pass rush. Uh, and I also agree about the the Patriots. I think you know last year nobody had more opt outs um, than the Patriots, and they have a lot of those defenders back, guys like Hightower. So I I think the defense is going to be good. Um, I, I think they've added some more weapons for Mac Jones, the two tight ends, Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry. So yeah, that 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 is a team. I I don't think they're quite you know I. We talked about the Bills, and I'd, I'd be surprised if, if the Bills don't win that division. But I, I, I think the Patriots will be a uh, playoff team. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, and, and you know what? Hey, you never – let's not count out Tua either. I mean, another one of my – you know, one of my – he's my backup quarterback in fantasy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think um, – you know, I think we can't really – we can't really count them out either. I think Brian Flores is – you know, he's, 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 you know, won more games than he's lost. I think he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's done some decent things in, in the off season as, as a coach and what influence he has on bringing the right talent in. Um, you know, the Dolphins could be, could be a squad that, that gives a, a few people some fit. So um, obviously it's going to be fun to watch. So I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning professional basketball in Spain soon. He owes the credit to Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. Just one ounce a day, three times a day, and in a week you'll see the effects. And we all know how it gets tougher the older you get, and that's why products like Balance 7 help, whether, whether you're an athlete like Joe or just a schmo like me. <laughs> So you can see how Balance 7 has helped. And right now, if you go to balance7.com and you use the promo code BLEAV, you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts seven, excuse me, the bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel pH balancing trick to go to work. Again, that's balance7.com and use the code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V at checkout. I did. If it worked for him, it can work for you too. Uh, Joe, something, you know, that I've been wrestling about is like, I look at those other teams that we've mentioned and in the AFC, and I think the Chiefs are far and away, maybe not far and away, the, the Chiefs are definitely the most talented team in the AFC. So I think, I think I'm predicting them to go back to the Super Bowl for the third straight year, but I'm doing it reluctantly. I, I'm doing it because I don't see a team that 
that is better than them. But three straight Super Bowls and also coming off a loss in a Super Bowl, you look at Super Bowl history, and that is really unprecedented. You, you go back to the Bills, uh, the, the Tom Brady's Patriots did it fairly recently. But usually teams who lose a Super Bowl, they not only have like kind of a, a hangover effect the next season, but just haven't gone to two straight Super Bowls, just the the lingering effects, the attrition, the, the difficulty to kind of stay on top again. So yeah, Joe, I'm curious, where do you see this? Because I've really been wrestling with it and the, ch- the chances of the, the Chiefs um, going back to the Super Bowl again. Well, what I'm, what I'm excited about, Jeff, is I'm excited about the fact that they got out of the run it back mentality. And, and I know I've used that term a couple of times already in the pod and, and even before uh, this week's. I, I'm kind of glad they got out of that mentality. I'm, I'm glad that they broke free from, all right, let's just try to keep everybody that we had. Let's go out and let's do some things that um, – uh, you know, that, that are going to, they're going to shake this thing up a little bit. Right. And, and I think, you know, obviously where that was most prevalent and where it's most dramatic is on the offensive line, mm-hmm. right? They have five new starters from that Super Bowl winning team. You know, it's just, they got three basic rookie, basically rookies starting, you know, considering Lucas Niang's, uh, you know, COVID uh, opt out year, you know, they have just completely redone the offensive line. You know, I think, you know, Tyreek and McColl are, you know, are obviously um, definitely, uh, you know, solid and coming back as veterans. You know, I think it's going to be really exciting to see what, what Byron does and, and what also Demarcus uh, Robinson can do in, in getting in those two to four receiver sets, right? If you, you know, you pull Kelsey out and you, you throw a four receiver set in, or, you know, you throw three receivers and, and Travis, or they go two tight ends and two receivers. I mean, they have so many options, which is fantastic. They, so they've really maintained the core. If you really think about it, they've really maintained as best they could. Obviously losing Sammy Watkins was, was a tough loss, but you know, they've maintained the core of their special, we call them, you know, we used to call them the specialists, right. On offense, we, we were the line, they were the specialists. not that we weren't special, but, um, you know, so the offense really, you know, I think, and the, de- the further development of Clyde Edwards Hilaire and going in that direction of making him really going to be, you know, I know, I know Daryl will, will give him some spells, but, you know, making Clyde really the, 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 the focus of that backfield. I think that it's, it's going to look like a little bit of a different offense for, you know, for, for the fans this year. Granted, it's still Eric Bieniemy and it's still Travis and Tariq and Patrick getting it done. But I think it's going to look a little bit different. Where I'm really excited about and the things they're doing is, is on defense, right? I mean, um, you know, they just the, the, the Jaron Reed pickup was huge. Moving Chris Jones outside, it's really going to be a, a new look defense as well. It's really, really, you know, tough that we're going to not have Willie Gay Jr. for those first four games uh, going on IR. But, you know, that's what we're going to have to deal with. But I think in the, in the defensive backfield, I think they've made some, you know, some really nice pickups and, uh, you know, it's going to be up to Tyran's leadership, I think, to really pull it all together. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how this team comes together and, and what Andy Reid can do to meld the chemistry of this group uh, together with some, with some new looks and new faces, uh, but yet still keeping the core of it together. They had to do that, Jeff. They had to. It's, even, even Bill Belichick did it you know, in, in, during the runs, right? He still had to keep it fresh because other teams are going to get your number. 
to, to your point about the changes of the Chiefs, like I, I still, we know Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for a boatload of touchdowns, very possibly the, the most in the AFC or the NFL. But I actually think the team is going to operate a little bit differently. They, they've kept four tight ends. They, you know, they added Jarek McKinnon. They added their offense line is huge, like we've talked about, just a much bigger. I think they're going to be running the ball this year. I think they're going to be a little bit more methodical um, and less of a quick strike offense. I mean, they're still going to obviously be very explosive, but a little bit more uh, emphasis on the run. And I think also defensively, the thing that's been the Chiefs' defense's bugaboo the last couple seasons, the running game uh, and also that short passing game. And I, I think that has – I'm not sure that's going to be um, really much of an issue this year. I think Jaron Reed is going to help with that run defense. Um Assuming Willie Gay gets healthy, I think their, their linebackers, which have been kind of a, a weakness, are going to be younger and more athletic with Nick Bolton and Willie Gay back there. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a kind of an, an interesting and a little bit different composition of the team. Now, Joe, yeah. the question is, though, with that, those tweaks, do you see the Chiefs going back to, to the Super Bowl? They've got all this talent, but like, like I said, I'm a little reluctant just – given the history and how difficult it is to go to three straight Super Bowls. It, difficult, yes. Looking at it pure look, it's still all paper right now, right, Jeff? They're, we haven't they have not played a regular season game. The starters have not played a full game. We haven't seen special teams, defense and offense coming together. All these this new personnel that is there, we haven't seen it yet. But on paper, and unfortunately or fortunately for the teams that that improved throughout the season uh, games aren't played on paper. You know, this isn't stratomatic football. Like I played when I was a kid, right. Or it's, it's not fantasy football where you can just, you know, put in whoever you want. The games have to be played. Um, they have to be played in crazy weather. They've got to be played when people are injured and you're missing players. And so with that long entree into my comment, on paper today, of course, I think they go back. I think they go back to the Super Bowl, given what they have right now. Um, you know, we'll see if a little one special piece of that puzzle is missing, and and we can't put the right piece back in its place uh, and build that sort of depth that you know you need to make a deep run into the playoffs, like like what happened with the O line last year. If that happens earlier in the season. If that happens late in the season and, and, and early in the playoffs, maybe the Chiefs don't even get to the Super Bowl. That, that's, that's, that's how I see it, Jeff. They, they are. On paper, they are the most talented team. They've done marginally the most. They've gotten the most effect out of the draft, out of free agency that they could, given the core that they've had, the success that they've been building on. And, yes, that is my prediction today, is that this team, barring something unforeseen happening, they're 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 in the Super Bowl again. Come you know, January February of 2022. Yeah, and great points there, Joe. And of course, you never know with with injuries in the the 17 uh, game season, making it even perhaps more challenging to stay healthy and avoid yeah. a, a catastrophic one. But yeah, I I agree with you there for sure. Hey Jeff, real quick though, I, I do want to address one of our our Twitter followers oh, uh, at the KCJV. Yes. Okay, uh, and he asked us a great question, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, he was asking us, you know, we're we're basically 
a really speedy receiving group, right? I mean, the Legion of Zoom, you know, one of our, uh, you know, best wide receivers, obviously nickname is the Cheetah. You know, what, what, what did you think of his question, Jeff? I'm, I'm anxious to get your opinion because I know you've talked about this player as far as who is their best blocking wide receiver, which is important, right? I mean, Dana News was a perfect example, man. That guy could block better than a lot of tight ends and linemen, man. Let me tell you, Danon was a heck of a, block, a run blocker or, you know, someone who would run block after a catch. Um, who, who do you think, uh, if you were going to let at, at the KCJV know who, who the best blocking wide receiver is on the Chiefs team this year? Well, and that's why this is a good question and also a good point because when Danon Hughes was on our uh, pod a couple weeks ago, he made the point that the Chiefs do – like he wanted to see another bigger receiver to the, so they could also not only blocking but so they could run fade routes. And that's why he was excited about uh, Doris Fountain. I would have to go there with the two best blockers I would think are Byron Pringle and Marcus Camp just because they are kind of special teams mavens. And on special teams, you have to – you have to be able to tackle and you have to be, be able to block. So I would go with um, either those guys, even though they're, they're not, you know, they're not like, they're not like six, three bruisers, uh, right. you know, kind of like the old West coast guys. But I actually think, you know, I'm looking up the exact weights, Byron Pringles listed at six, one, uh, two Oh three. Um, Joe, what's your call on that? I have to agree with you, Jeff. I really do. I, I think I, I do. I do like Doris Fountain. I think we we noticed in during the preseason some of his blocking. Remember, he had some really, some really solid blocks um, in, in there. But you're right, Marcus Kemp and Demarcus Robinson. When you play special teams, you you kind of have to learn to be a little bit more physical and to use your body and space to uh, to block and collide with other players. You know, where where a McCole Hardman and, and a Tyreek Hill, they're they're used to avoiding people, right? That's their job. Their job is to break away, create space, uh, use their speed to get away from players, to give Patrick wide open passes. Uh, so I think I think um, I'd have to agree. I, th- I think the special teams play of Marcus and Demarcus uh, give them the best ability to block. And, and thank you for him to uh, for for writing in for questions. Well, exciting news. Our, our pod is partnering with playactionpools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our playactionpools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em at playactionpools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football, Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest. Believe, B-L-E-A-V, football pick them. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor, pick them as well. It's a cool sportsbook style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. And Joe, we're excited. We're gonna. This is gonna be fun because we're gonna be on that too. Well, when we're projecting, predicting games, what are your predictions for Sunday's games with the Browns? Maybe a potential score, somebody to watch. Um, 
Yeah, and I'm excited about that too, Jeff. We, we, you and I had a good run last year in our in our uh, internal believe uh, host uh, uh, pick 'em pool. So, so I think we're going to have to, you know, try to do the best we can to repeat that second and third place finish that we had last year. We got edged out by like one point. So, uh, and sadly, um, we ended up with all we got was just a little bit of pride. Once it, there that's was it. For, that's uh, it. For or as my high school coach used to say, second place is first loser. So. Um, you know, we were, we were out of the money, but, uh, no, but that'll be fun. I, I look forward to competing against our, our listeners, uh, in, in that pick and pull. So, um, you know, predictions, I, I think, I think, um, both teams are going to put up some points. I don't, I don't know if it will be a, you know, barn burner of a, you know, shootout. Um, as far as, you know, like an old uh, San Diego Chargers, uh, 1970s Dan Fouts, Air Coriel, you know, 51 to 50 point game per team. I, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the Chiefs to come out, get their sea legs, figure out what Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to do in this offense in a full game, see how this line gels. I think we're going to see some decent runs in the beginning of the game for the Chiefs. I think they're going to start out the game running the ball. That's just my own personal opinion to see uh, how that affects the Browns, if they can take advantage of the Browns in, in the running game, and then see how their defense reacts and then start to open the game up. And so with that, I think it's going to be a, you know, I think it's going to be a 31 Chiefs, 23 Browns. So I think the Browns are going to score. I think they do have some firepower. I think Baker can make some things happen. And I think my own personal opinion is I think those 23 points are going to happen for the, the Browns a little bit later. So I think the Chiefs are going to jump out, control the game. So it, it might not look, if you watch the whole game, it's not going to be as close as an eight point game. Cause I think the Browns are going to like start to come back, but then they're going to get that like, they're going to be down by eight and they're going to have to like do something super dramatic and, you know, and then get the two point conversion to tie. So I see it as a 31 23 game. You know, I think you get, get some field goals out of the Browns. Uh, I think um, I'm hoping for some lots of scoring for Harrison Butker. He's, he's my kicker. So uh, you know, I really need him to uh, he's my kicker in fantasy. So I need, um, I need some, I need some major production out of Harrison this week. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call coach Reed and Eric the and see if they can, uh, if they can do that for me, make sure that he uh, gets, gets some good field goals, but that's, that's what I see. And, and I think what I'd like to see of Jeff, where are my eyes going to be? It's going to be up front. I, 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 you know, look, I'm going to be, am I going to be watching every aspect of this game as should every fan yet? Cause I want to see, I want to see Patrick. I want to see this receiving core come together. I want to see what they do with these multiple tight end sets. Um, I want to see what this defense does with Chris Jones in a new spot, Jaron Reed coming on board, like uh, new linebackers. I, I'm really, there's so many positions to pick, but if I had to pick one, I think you got to watch this line. It's what the chiefs did this off season, right? It's what they built. They've got two starting offensive lines right now. Okay. Let's think about that. They've got the five that are going to start this game that have earned the right to start opening week, but they've got Mike Remmers, Nick Allegretti, Austin Blythe, LDT, and Andrew Wiley, five 
starters, solid starters. Yeah, that's a decent that's a decent line. If you're if those are your five, oh my god, and that's that's your backup line. Yeah. So if if you're not watching this offensive line, I think you're going to miss something because this is that's what's going to set the tone for this team, and it's going to set the tone for subsequent mo- subsequent moves that are made through the course of the next four to five really tough games that the Chiefs have is how this line comes together with five new players, you know, two free agent pickups, and three rookies. Come on, if you're not watching that group to see how it comes together you know, then, you know, you really, you're going to miss the boat on, on what's going to happen over the course of the next, you know, eight to 10 to 17 weeks. Totally. I, and, and that really is the thing to watch not only this week, but kind of every week for the chiefs. I mean, that, that was the biggest change this off season. That's really why the, the Super Bowl didn't go the way we were hoping it would. Um, and anytime you have uh, one position group that swaps out all of their starters for an entirely new slate, I that's the way, uh, that's the thing you've got to watch. The other thing I'm going to watch is because I think this is what makes the Browns so challenging is they have a very good offensive line themselves with two really good running backs. I want to see how this Chiefs run deep uh, uh, plays. Again, like I said, I think they're going to be better this year. How do they – and this will be a great test for them. Uh, Joe, I also see the Chiefs winning. I think the Browns are really tough. Um, but – you know, Mahomes, he hasn't lost in September. I think he's going to be super sharp again. Andy Reid, if you give him time to prepare, we know what he's like after a bye week. You give him, he's had the whole offseason to prepare for this game. Um, so I, I think the Chiefs come out on top. I'm predicting a little bit closer, though. I think it's really going to be a tight one. I think the Chiefs also score 31 points, um, but the Browns scored 28, just a three-point game. Which, of course, means if we're both predicting the Chiefs to score 31 points, they're either going to score 14 or like 50. Right, right, right. (laughs) Well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.